this episode of the V Centers podcast is proudly sponsored by Access Best. This is Access, yes. your way to success. Yes. Now we the talk less. Yes. We the make sense. Uh, you fit cash out. Jackpot. Play live bets, virtual game. Make cash requests and get paid within five minutes. Access Bet, your access to millions. Welcome to the second episode of the Vien Center Podcast. I'm joined by Edmond Oris. Today, Edmond, how are you doing? Well, I think I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank God. I'm happy. I'm healthy. So, yeah. <laughs> that, that's nice. That's nice to hear. Uh, how's the weekend been for you? Generally, I've had a bad weekend. But how's the weekend been for you? Um, why? Is- <laughs> not weekend per se. The weekend has, has not been so bad. But the week, the week has just been one kind, to be honest. I, I started off. I had Qatar. Yeah. You get and then the Qatar stopped after like two days. And then I had neck pain. You get so yeah. to be honest, I'm happy. The, I'm happy last week has ended. Today, today, today has been good. Today has been good. So yeah, I but, I watched lots of football yesterday. So basically nothing happened yesterday. Football and today has been good. So all in all, it's been it's not been bad. I'm happy to put last week behind me. Yeah. <laughs> I I hope my weekend doesn't extend it. My bad weekend doesn't extend into the new weeks because. Uh, lot of money has been spent this week on so many repairs. Well, that's by the way, um, football happened this weekend and uh, let, let, let's, let's kick things off with Liverpool um, versus Arsenal. I mean, personally I expected Liverpool to win. Uh, quite frankly, uh, there, there was no there was no surprise. There was no surprises there. But one little surprise I saw was when I saw United Emery's lineup and I don't know what he was trying to do with his formation with Pepe and uh, Aubameyang. So what did you feel about Arsenal's game as a whole? Okay, well, I felt I felt the formation was a little bit one kind, but the tactics was 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 a nice tactics. Defend deep, defend well, and then give give the ball to Lacazette and sorry, Abumayang and Pepe on the counter attack, long balls to them. You get so they wanted to use their pace. You get yeah. the break, but I'm always very skeptical when Emery doesn't play Lacazette because he hardly plays Lacazette when 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 they go away when they go to play away from home against the big team. Big same, yeah. You get which is, is very funny because Lacazette is Arsenal's biggest game player. He has goals he goals and assists. He always performs when he plays the big teams. Unlike Abumayang that has scored only two goals against any of the big teams since he came to England yeah. almost two years now. You get and, and those two goals were scored in one game against Spurs. You understand? Yes. So Lacazette is more effective. So why 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 start Lacazette why put Lacazette on Bayern and then you brought him in when it was already 3-0 and you could see that when Lacazette came in the game changed at least that was when they got their goal you get Pepe Pepe was wasteful Lacazette Abumayang was wasteful in the first half but there's no shame in losing they want to live up I mean Barcelona got whooped there for, for zero. Mm-hmm. so there's no shame you yeah. get but yeah. could have been better could have been better David Luiz was just shambolic guy when when, 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 when when Chelsea fans when we told Arsenal fans that this, this David Luiz they are expecting to say it's not the David Luiz that uh, you are thinking about they're all laughing and saying what class David Lewis <laughs> no I think I think everybody knows what what David Lewis is made up of he's a brilliant person on this day but once in a while he just comes up with rookie mistakes these these are mistakes that a top defender playing at, the, at that level David Lewis plays he has played for Brazil he has played for Chelsea yeah. he has played for Paris Saint-Germain he has played 
in some of the biggest games in football history. Yeah. You get see you I see the way he was dragging Salah back. Okay, assuming there's no VAR, assuming there's no VAR, you can say okay, yes, but you know there's VAR. Why are you doing that? And then the third goal, it was just it was just for me, it was what that cost them that game yesterday. But kudos to Liverpool, they are playing very well, playing at a high level and they'll be a contender this season. But as now they'll regroup. There's not there's no like I said, it's no shame losing to, to Liverpool three one. Yeah, I, I think what Emery was trying to do because when I think from the first half, what I saw Emery was trying to do was trying to um, take because of Abemiyanga and then Pepe's pace. So it was and he played. He was playing two of them as centre forward. So he tries to place two of them as far away from. You know, Van Dijk is very fast and everything. They so wanted Van Dijk, um, those two um, strikers, that's Pepe and Abemiyanga, to be far away from Van Dijk. So Liverpool can have the ball over the wings and cross and do whatever crossing they want. They were just expecting that they could defend every cross Liverpool try them. And whenever the ball gets to Abemiang, like you said, and Pepe, they can counter-attack them, then stay away and, from Van Dijk as possible. It works. To, to an extent. They were, they were but Liverpool had... found, Liverpool found a way to, to stop. You know, Liverpool, uh, Liverpool, once they problem solve, once they problem, solve a problem, they are good to go. And once they solve that issue with, um, Arsenal. When they saw that was Arsenal wanted to do, once they solved that problem, it was it was it became case closed, and they finally scored a goal. Of, was, it, was it more of them solving the problem, or more of Arsenal not taking their chances? Because Arsenal had two big chances. There was a one on one. Pepe had the one on one. Yeah, which yeah. On well, any other day, he scores, and it's a different ball game entirely. Because once you score first, it changes the complexion of the whole game. One. Yeah. And then Abuma had a chance where Andrew came out and carried the ball, but didn't play well, and an empty net and then if you missed it you get so yeah. I mean you play for five minutes and you have two big chances those are big chances that you get you can't ask for this you get and they did not take it and they were rightly punished Matip with the brilliant head and end first half and then they come for second half four minutes Luis just performs his magic so anyway we can talk tactics all day but at the end yeah. of the day it still comes down to taking chances and that's the chances they didn't have that and should Luis should at this point should, at, at this point should uh, not Luis now at this point should Lacazette not like go to United Emery go to United Emery and ask United Emery why he doesn't start because I've noticed like you said every big game is always on the bench and they play with two strikers most of the time and every big game, they keep him on the bench. And when and he performs against these big things when they bring him on. So is it like in Amazon that's a tactics, or it should just put like I said to start these games? It's a tactics, obviously, but that's what we're saying that it's a wrong tactics. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a wrong that's why I I, I put it on Twitter. I feel I feel like Emery, he hasn't learned, he hasn't he has not learned so much yeah. from 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 previous from last season. You get because yeah. it does the same thing over and over and over again, and it doesn't. So you have to try something. If this game was to play to be played at, at the Emirates now, yeah, yeah. You start both of them because they are going to answer another. Me, if you have to start one striker, it should be Lacazette and not Abumayang. Anyways, uh, Arsenal should um, be able to regroup and get their act together. I mean, Liverpool and Manchester City, especially Liverpool, they are on another level at the moment, and it's just a game of catch up. Which Premier League team can catch up with them? Um, Manchester United played. Who did they even play that they lost? Crystal Palace, exactly. And this is a very sweet story for me because I saw Manchester United admin on Twitter trolling Chelsea when Chelsea was playing. So before we get to Chelsea's match, let's go with Manchester United. Manchester United admin on Twitter was trolling Chelsea. 
and they had Crystal Palace to play and how the tables turned so fast. The Manchester United with their 70% or 80% possession still lost to a, a Crystal Palace team. And um, I don't, I, 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 for me, any much match that Manchester United lose is not a surprise to me because I don't know, I don't feel they have a pattern. I feel they play aimless football. They just pass the ball around and I expect a miracle to happen. But I might be wrong. But that's the way I feel about Manchester United watching their games. What, what do you think about Manchester United's game against Crystal Palace? Because I felt they had the ball, ball, but they did nothing with it. And Chris Palace had their chances, took the first one, and uh, they killed the game with another David De Gea error, which I think De Gea should never be mentioned as one of the best goalkeepers at the moment. He should never be in that, he should even be in top five at the moment because he keeps making, last season we thought it was an anomaly. This season he has continued. So what do you think about uh, Manchester United's game? Well, Manchester is the same thing we have been saying since Ole took over from Moreno. I think it's in January or so. Yeah. You get they like you said they don't have a pattern of playing they don't have a style of playing. yeah you get and and looking at it this season they let they let and Herrera go they let Fellini go yeah. they let Fellini go before earlier and then um Lukaku go so you are putting the future and hope of a, a big club like Manchester United on the likes of Rashford a young Rashford and Marshall and Lingard. Lingard is not young. Lingard is not young. Absolutely ridiculous. Lingard is because and and I said it on this podcast after the four four zero win against against Chelsea. I said it is a fluky result. Yeah, get they were just lucky at key moments in the game. You get and and it was very evident because when they went to play Wolves, if you if they play against a team that sits deep, they don't have the enough creativity to break a team down. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The only creativity, the, the only creative person in their team is Paul Pogba. And he plays in defensive midfield with McTomney because they're playing 4 2 3 1. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's very hard for him to. to Boy, he's trying. Pogba is trying. You get. So, so what happened against Crystal Palace was so obviously Ray Hudson knows that or Crystal Palace manager's name, I can't remember his name at the moment, but he knows yeah. that they can't create when you sit deep. Their game against Chelsea was they scored, they scored an early goal, a lucky penalty because before then Chelsea were playing better. An early penalty and then they sat deep and counter. That's their strength. So when you don't give them opportunity to counter you, they can't play. So they did that and then they took their chance at you with the goal. And then from there, Manchester United were clueless. They didn't know what to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. To be, I can't remember them having another chance apart from Daniel James' goal. Yeah, okay, they had a penalty, Rashford missed it, and there were lots of talk over the week about Pogba missing penalty and Rashford yeah. supposed to be in the first tricky taker penalty yeah. taker, but they missed it. You get he played it very well though, to be fair to him, it was a brilliant penalty, but he, he hit the band, and went over. Yeah. Yes, and then that- Scored and then at, at a point you are thinking, okay, Manchester United, oh, they should find a way to scrap through a win, or you get yeah. one, one would have been a fair result. But if they, they had won, it's Manchester United, I mean, Fergie time, yeah. But then if defending, naive goalkeeping or poor goalkeeping from the game, I mean, you expect better from him, get you should not be beaten in your near post. And then Van Hano just hit the ball for peace you get I was happy that Crystal Palace scored to be honest but my they have a they have a long season ahead of them because I feel you cannot leave the hope of a big club on the likes of Rashford and Marshall and Lingard Lingard was non-existent he's playing in number 10 role and then to still see Ole coming out to back him and saying that he believes in him and it's just ridiculous he's not a serious Lingard is not a football footballer 
I mean, he play and then Mata is on the bench, and then his substitutions were also very, 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 very questionable. They said PlayStation, they said the PlayStation substitutions. You are bringing on, you are bringing on Rashford. You are bringing on um, uh, what did he bring on? Greenwood. Can yeah, he's bringing on Greenwood for 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 Lingard, and then um, Rashford is to play the number ten position. Rashford is not disciplined enough for him. He wants to play the ball fast. He wants to hit the ball. He wants to take a shot. He's not creative enough for that role. You understand? So yeah. they are in a lot. They are in a lot of trouble because they've not even started going on Thursday night trips to Jerusalem. Europe <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. not started in his store and they're struggling already. For Oli now, the problem with Oli is he's. He, I, I don't know whether he has a pattern, but I feel what he's trying to do. Much talent at the moment, he's trying. He's trying to bring those glory days of when he was still playing with Manu and the Simon Ferguson and all those things. And I think those days are, are long gone. I think he, he needs to find his own kind of identity or something Manchester United can, he, he can build from the ground. But at the moment, they look patternless. For me, they have no cutting edge. And Lingard, I, people keep on mentioning Lingard is a youngster. Lingard is, should be 27 by now. He's an old man and they still keep saying he has potential. He has potential. At what age really achieved that potential when he's already 27? The likes of Rashford can't carry my... And the only thing that disgusts me about this whole issue is um, that for... Especially with my situation, like this racism issue of when a black player takes a penalty and misses and you see insults on, online, people playing all, all those kind of abuses at him. It happened with Tammy Abraham. You know, it happened with Koba. It happened with Rashford. And I don't know, people miss penalties. So the, the fact that people, they, they, you can get angry about a player missing a penalty, but to racially profile and abuse a player, a player because he missed, he missed a penalty, I think it, yeah, people need to help. Those people doing that is just, those people doing that, they are just sick in the head because something is wrong with them. I mean, the likes of Ronaldo, Ronaldo misses penalty, Messi misses penalty, you understand, Maradona mm. misses penalty, all the, every great player misses penalty. Penalties is a 50-50 chance. So to, to now go on the, on the people, player's page and start insulting and cursing because they are black is just ridiculous and I hope they are punished. I think Twitter and most of the social media are setting up um, um, means to combat it but yeah. it's ridiculous and I think Rashford too was, was subjected to the same racism after I missed Yes, you get. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I don't know. They they need to stop. They need to stop. Really, it's not. It's not. It's not a pretty set. Because when you when you, I mean, these things can happen to anybody. Tiger, they can happen to anybody. Yeah. Well, well, another player that got like I said, got racially abused, but turned up was Tammy Abraham. Chelsea played um, Norwich this weekend, and Tammy Abraham got two goals, two very good goals, not just. Tapping goals, two very good goals. I was very impressed with his finishing, and it's something we've all personally have known Tamir Brown for when he was in Austin Villa and at Bristol City. He knows how to score goals. But the whole the whole question was: Australia who missed the penalty and he got those insults and got labelled names like Kaibo mentioned. But can he step up to the Premier League football? And I think he showed that yesterday, yesterday with those two well-taking goals. And I think Chelsea's problem this is it now will be that defense. Lampard still needs to do something. I think when Rudiger comes back, um, comes back fit, I think there will be improvements. But before Rudiger is fully fit, I think there needs to be, um, they, they need, they need to work on that defense. But the second half was much better. Second half was better for, for Chelsea. And, um, the, the, the young kids may surmount Tamir Brown. They're beginning to show why Lampard really trusts these young boys. Now, people will say, why, why is Chelsea playing? We should just go back to playing the old guys, William and Res, but uh, uh, because of the transfer ban now, these young boys have a chance to shine. And I'm 
so proud of Mount, especially he's taking his chances, he's scoring from the midfield. Tammy Abraham too has started taking his chances. What do you think about Lampard, Chelsea? And I don't know what bar to set for him now, but between Lampard, Chelsea, and Ole's Manchester United, which team has impressed you most this uh, since the season started? And which team do you think will go very far? Well, I said that. I think I said that after the both of them played yeah. the first, first game. Um, I was really, really impressed with Chelsea, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, Chelsea, they're a football club that I don't really... I've never really connected with them because of their style of play. They, the likes of them, Droba and Lampard and Moreno, those days where they defend deep. Then I don't no. consider Chelsea to play ball. You understand know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just rugged, rugged. They always win. They will always find a win not pretty and all that. But mm-hmm. me, the way I like football to be played, Lampard has impressed me. I was really the, the game that the game that really impressed me was the game against Liverpool, the yes. Super Cup, where they lost on penalty. I felt it was very unlucky, but they were brilliant. They controlled Liverpool from start to. And I was thinking that this Lampard is hard words couple of weeks since he was appointed and these are youth players. So I was, I was beginning to imagine what he's going to do when he, he gets and um, what's the name, when he gets the kind of players that he yeah. wants and when yeah. he starts to get players in and all that. Yeah. I'm really impressed. You can see a clear pattern, clear, a clear a clear direction of how he wants his team to play and his style and everything. So it's just for them to get better and to show. I feel the only problem now is that defense. Like you said, they are, they are a little bit fragile. You get yeah. they look like a team that if you push if you push them a little bit you you will get a go out get, yeah. you get ball other than that this the way they attack the way they pass the ball the way they move the ball like you've mentioned Mount was brilliant Abraham was brilliant um Georgino was very very good Kovacic was also yeah. very good Kante did not win but when Kante played against against Liverpool in the super it was my best player that it was it was just <laughs> it was everywhere yeah get, so it was everywhere so the future is bright for Lampard if he continues he just has to find a way to still be winning yeah you get if he continues if he continues in this way at least for, for Chelsea I think the target should be top Champions League again to be a beautiful season for them yeah uh, realistically that should be realistically that should be the target and um, I think Lampard will be relieved to finally get a win I mean he has finally get a Premier League win the team has been playing well no win playing well no win and it felt like the same thing will happen against Norwich but Finally, he got the win. I think for now, he uh, he he cannot start building. The win has happened, so he cannot start building on those those um, those results. La Liga time, Barcelona. What's happening with your club, um, Oris? <laughs> My club is in Tom Oil. Yeah, I mean, in Tom Oil since the Liverpool game. Let me yeah. be honest. Since that was the retraction, we not recovered. Not recovered. You guys need therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are so many basic fundamental problems. First of all, fans don't want the coach. So every head that let's go be on Friday last week was just pathetic guy. Uh, it was it was terrible. The performance was flaccid. It was poor. And then Suarez got injured midway through the first half. Rafina came in for him. Griezmann that we bought from Atletico was nowhere to be found. Paverdi took him to the wings, took him to the left wing and then brought him to the right. It was just confusion. The midfield was nowhere to be found and then Adri's goal was just exceptional. You get, but I I feel like, I feel like it will get better. It will get better. I mean, Messi is on his way back. Messi is on his way back. He should be back. He should be back very soon. But they have a game today against um, Getafe at home without Messi. 
Suarez is out injured. Again. He has injured himself in for the opt-inth time. You get for yeah. the opt-inth time. And um, so, guy, really, I don't know. Because... Well, for, for for Barcelona, just to, without me, you know my own opinion about Barcelona, without Messi, well, they should, the, they the, moment, the moment Messi retires, I think Barcelona is in trouble. Um, To be honest, let me put this here. Let me put it here for the record, yeah? Yeah. I feel like I'm the only person that is still, that is still hopeful for a good Barcelona without Messi. I feel like, yes, Messi has made them utterly dependent on him, which is not your team. It's, it's going to be ridiculous not to depend on him. Yes. But yeah. decide to call it quick. Yeah. They will do, they will, they will do okay. They will, it, it won't be as bad as you all are thinking. It will not be as bad as that. Yeah. Do you think they are prob- do you think they have some things Valverde needs to address in the team? Or do you think he's just clueless and he just needs to be sacked for someone better to come? Or do you think he can address these issues and finally get the pack up and running? Listen, Tiga. I personally I've made my peace with Badistain. B- if they were going to sack him, they would have sacked him after immediately after the Liverpool game. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They didn't sack him there. I think the president has come out to back him. You get. Yeah. So he's not going to go. So I'm 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 accepting the fact that okay, this season we still have at least one more season of, of him. So why we have one more season of him, what can we do? What he can do is he can fix the Barcelona's strength right from time has always been in the midfield. You get that's where that's where our, our strength lies. Yeah. Yeah, but this is the problem is Messi drops too deep to come and control play and then still finish off his chances. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So with 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 the arrival of the young mm-hmm. that should save Messi a lot of strength, a lot of stress rather coming deep. So what he needs to do is to get ball ball good. Players that are good on the ball, like a midfield of Busquets, Otto, and the young, will be the solution to our problem. You get then you play Messi, the, um, uh, Messi, Suarez, and uh, Griezmann. I don't know how you want to, but play three of them. Yeah. Then a lot of things should be better. Do you understand? Because yeah. now it's almost like it's almost like it's almost like. It, the midfield, he plays most of the time. It goes with Vidal, it goes with Rakitic, especially Rakitic. Rakitic is his favorite son. This is not creative enough. Or the role is giving Rakitic to play is not creative enough. So it's always a worry. So there's no, there's no, literally, the midfield is, is non existent. So Messi has to drop back to, to midfield to create and then still go forward to finish chances. It's, it's a lot of work for, for, for one man. So he has to find a way to make the midfield work. Then I think a lot of problem because defensively is a good coach. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Defensively is a coach, so that should that should solve it. The midfield he needs to get that midfield right. Your your rivals, your main rivals at the moment, Real Madrid. They, I think they throw you guys a lifeline when they drew with uh, Valladolid yesterday one one one. Uh, how do you how do you see them? This season? They, they were bad during preseason, but I think they've kind of stepped up. A, a beast, not too much, because I think they were they were not so they were not so good against Valladolid, but and they ended up considering a last minute goal. You know, anytime Kurt Kotoa concedes a goal, I'm, I'm always happy, especially when he goes through under his legs. Because uh, I'm not a fan of Kotoa as a Chelsea fan. But how do you see Madrid's um, performance when the season started? Do you think? Um, I think they, they have improved just like just like I was expecting. You get, I know those you know preseason. You can't read too much too much preseason's results. Yeah, then has won the league before. He's an experienced manager. They have a couple of new signings. Even though I think they are yet to play. Hazard is not fit. 
Um, Jovic has not started playing. I think Mendy, the left back that they bought to rival Marcelo, has not played. Yeah. You get so it's still very much like the old team. Benzema is doing very well against Celta Vigo in the first game. They were very brilliant, even with the red card to Modric. They won three zero. You get they played ten men for yeah. I think about half an hour, and then they they still won because at the time Modric went it was one zero. Yeah. You get so I still see them. They will, they will compete. They will compete. They will, they will do way better than they did last season. I mean because Zidane. Yeah, but so yeah, definitely. I know they they will do better. They will do better. Let's see how it goes for them, really. But the draw was a good result for me, though, because back back I went to the just one point, one point yeah, and then Messi back because when Messi comes back, you know what's going to happen now. <laughs> yeah, your Lord and Savior, Messi. Serie <laughs> is back, and Juventus won yesterday one zero. Ronaldo scored. His goal got disallowed, but. They had um, Cellini who gave them the goal from defense on from his from the defense. Uh, Sarah, is it done? Is it done and dusted team? Because Sarah, yeah, they've actually improved this season, like in terms of the competition. Napoli has strengthened. Uh, Inter Milan got a new coach. Have strengthened. AC Milan got a new coach also, and have also strengthened themselves. So for Juventus, how do you see this season going for them? Do you think is it done and dusted? Team, or do you think the league will be a bit tighter this season? It's, it's done and dusted, basically. I mean, they've won it eight seasons in a row, Tiga. Eight seasons in a row. They, 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 they have a new coach, Sari. Sari knows the league. I think he has the highest point for a second-place team in the history of the competition, which is Napoli team. Yeah. You get pushed Juventus all the way, I think, two seasons ago. Mm-hmm, yes. But to be fair, like you said, the strength in Napoli were very good um, yesterday. So I think they won four three. Um, Inter yet to play. I think maybe they play. They're playing today also. But the competition will be more this season. I think Inter and Conte. With Conte, Conte has also won the league. You understand? Yeah, he was part of the, the people. Yeah. So, and he's got um, what's his name? I think he carried this. They managed to resolve that Icardi situation. I think Icardi staying. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's going to do a, a tremendous. He's going to do tremendously well at at Inter Milan. So let's see. The, I, I just feel the issue now is just how consistent can they be? Yeah, you get. They are going to be on the, on the, on the one. I don't. I don't really. I won't really put so much um so much hope on their championship. But for the league, let's see how how consistent they can be. That is the likes of Inter Milan and. Napoli. It should be an interesting season, but I still see Juventus edging it for, for better competition than last year. Okay. Um, Todimo has joined us on the podcast. Um, Todimo, how are you doing? I'm fine, Chega. What's up? How are you? Edward, uh, hi. Uh, it's nice to have you. Um, we're just talking about Juventus and it's Juventus Serie A chances. And we, Edmund okay. was saying he expects them to win um the win the league yeah, like last season. I do have a different opinion. Or do you think uh, do you think this this um within Tamilan, Napoli, all of them stress threatening, do you think they can challenge Juventus for the league? This season. Um I think I heard Edmund talking about competition, but personally, no, I don't think the competition will be strong as to them winning the league. Mm-mm. I still, I still think you better just take the cup this year. Okay. Um. And um. We before you joined us, we thought uh, we just talked about Barcelona. But since Barcelona is your club, I think let's let me drag let's drag ourselves back. Um. How, 
this is open air. This is like your therapy session. I want you to vent about your club. Edmund always, oh, Edmund always vents. So I think it's now your turn uh, to vent. What, what's happening? What's happening in your club? Same question I asked Edmund. What's happening in your club? Yeah, hey, we've not played today, so let's still calm down. Like, Last week. Okay. Well, personally, I'd, I'd have supported us to lose this night because, guy, I want to buy the out. I'm tired of that. <laughs> so you intentionally, yeah. you intentionally want back hey, us to lose. So, so you guess what? I've never understood the logic of wanting a team to lose because you want them to sack the coach. It's ridiculous. They did not sack. They did not. Listen, listen. They did not sack him when he lost to Roma. They did not sack him when he lost to Liverpool. They yeah. did not sack him when he lost to... They did not sack him when he lost to Vanessa. So is it not a, a, a merely game they are going to sack him? Take that. Does it make sense? No, no, no. I'm supporting them either to, to win, but then if if they are lost to win, but they going... Yeah, I'm in support of that. Vavadi is going to see out his contract to the end of the season at least. So better for everybody. Accept facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, for people who can't see because it's an audio podcast, Todimo is literally crying at the, at the mention of Edmond saying Vavadi was staying at the end of the season. But I, I think... Guess really? It gets to a point where Baka continue to lose or lose some kind of weird games where they have to just sack him or don't you think? Do you understand? Listen, Barcelona are not a, a, a club that are known for sacking. Look at, look through the... Yeah, you've always, you've always said that. You've always said I've that. I've never heard that. Something has, to, something has to change at least. I, I, I told you, don't you agree? Something has to change somewhere. Something has to change. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. And with our board and Vava, the guy, I'm still looking at losses this, this season. I'm not joking. Like, really. Did Messi give any promises on Champions League this year? Because last year, he gave a very big promise. He didn't deliver. Yeah, too early. <laughs> what yeah. Messi said last year was, we are going to do all our best to bring the trophy to... Exactly. And he did his best. And he did his best. What, what more do you want to do? Uh, and, and this, year, this year he came again and said he said he's going to repeat everything he said last season. They are going to try their best and they will try their best. And let me tell you, worst case, worst case scenario this season, we are winning the league. That's for sure. No matter how bad it is, we are going to win the league because exactly. You cannot, be, you cannot be as consistent as Messi. Messi will keep on saving us and saving us and saving us. Exactly. You should just come back. This night, you yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sad. He's not going to play. I'm really sad. Yeah, it's not going to be. I'm sad too. Well, it's been a while. Uh, uh, anyways, I've allowed backup fans and and Edia, the grievances. I think the most listeners of this podcast they should be backup fans because I think this is where the, the space they get to really. So because you guys won yesterday, now that they are putting on your jersey and they are trying to, they are trying to push back down. What's that? No, like, I'm, I'm not. I'm just no Chelsea. You know me and Chelsea. We are just. I'm a neutral fan when I when I'm here, but. <laughs> but uh, so we we talk about this uh, um, French league one quickly. PSG lost last week surprisingly, and there are lots of Nigerians. I don't know if you've noticed there are lots of Nigerians now in um, in, in league one. Osimhen scored last week. Uh, this guy was Moses Simon also scored this week. There are lots of Nigerians now going to league one to play their trade. Uh, well, PSG. PSG, they have, they have the same problem now because uh, they are not playing too well, and there are talks that they will like they will sack Thomas Tuchel. 
that PSG coach, and they talk. They also talk that Mourinho is holding out. That once they sack that guy, Mourinho is the next manager to go to PSG. Um, how do you see? How do you, how do you see that situation, Oris? Oh well, um, I don't. I, I'm not reading too much to their defeat. I mean, basically, that's the Uba 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 eats leagues. I mean, what's the new? Yeah, league Uba. <laughs> yeah, Uba eats leagues. Yeah. <laughs> Why it's like, I mean that that's not totally ridiculous. Yeah, see, see, really? talks of Moreno going there. I think they are far fetched. They, they, they will fix up. It's just early days. They will fix up. They, they to be fair to them, the whole issue of Neymar's being a very big distraction. The Neymar saga. Really? Is he going to go? Is he yeah. going? To, I think he, he has started training with them again. He yeah. gets well. Tuchel said as well that he's not going to play until the issue is resolved. You get you can't play because it's too much distraction. The whole club is just surrounded with the whole Neymar saga. So I think in a way that's kind of like affected their performance. Yeah. So so I, they will fix up. They will fix up. I don't think it's too early for them to start saying they will sack and all that. So guy. Okay. Uh so do you have anything on that situation at PSG? Um, no, not really. I think I, I kind of agree with Edmund. You know, the, the rockers with this Neymar saga has been, even in, in La Liga, in, in, in Ligue 1, it's been, it's been too noisy. But then, yeah, I think, I think they will bounce back. Yeah. Well, will Neymar end up joining Barca? Because I think the window is still up until September 2nd. Will he end up joining any of the two teams, in Bryce Barca or Real Madrid, or maybe at the end of next season? will be a chance for him to leave finally because I think he really wants to leave PSG. Um, I don't. Th- I think he wants. I think. I think he wants to leave PSG. But there've been a lot of transfer rumors and a lot of news in, in the media about Baka offering so so player. I heard Real Madrid offer offered Bill. They offered Navas. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Hundred million. That's a ridiculous. And, yeah. I don't know why they didn't say that. And PSG. I'm fearing whether it's true now, whether it's, it's a lie now, we don't know. You get so. I feel it is clear that Neymar wants to leave. He, he, he wants to leave. He has been flirting with Barcelona a lot. I think there have been lots of talk between the two clubs. But if you are PSG, you will not want to let him go for a low price. I think Barca, they want to loan him by next year for one eighty yeah. million. So I think PSG are thinking it's too, it's too low. Yeah, and back more than that because I mean, you bought this player for the so over to two twenty or so. Be two twenty. PSG are trying best to milk as much as possible from his sale as much as possible, and yeah. also store because at the end of the day, if if he's, if, if he's unable to go, he ends up playing for them again. He mm-hmm. because he yeah. has to play football. He's a football. He, he must play at the end of the day. So probably at the last last, they give him a new contract and. He will apologize to the club and everything is well again. Footballers, their loyalty is very fickle. Let's see what happens. Like you said, transfer window is up and running on Neymar's situation. Are you expecting a deadline? Um, not really. I, I think he will, he will remain in P, he will, he will remain in PSG. Um, yeah. till next. So I think PSG have also they have also said that they can't sell him if they are not going to get a if they are not going to get a replacement in. So and, and there's no there's no. There's, there's no time again. Yeah, and they also need to again. they also need to make profit. So if they're not making profit from a sale, it makes no sense also to actually no sell him. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Edmond, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. And Todimo, thanks for joining, even if it was a short um on a short yeah. 
Yes. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any podcast app you use. Um, like and rate. Ratings also help the podcast a lot. And do share with your friends. If you like the podcast, share with your friends. And um, thanks, guys, and take care of yourselves.